0: My name's Denny, um, and I love the theatre.
1: My name's Claire, and I love theatre
2: too. And I'm fine, but I also love the theatre. The show's called... What's it called? West End Geeks.
1: Well, you lot can call it what you want, but I'm going with (laughs) (laughs) three-pulls You are now listening to West End Geeks.
2: Welcome to episode 11 of the West End Geeks podcast. Um, This week we have the usual crew of... I'm Denny.
1: And I'm Claire. Hey.
2: And and I am Frank. Um, Still in isolation, so we've chosen to review another film, or two films in this case. And this week we are reviewing the Annie films, the one made in 1982 and the one made in 2014. Um, if anyone hasn't seen either of the films, basically it tells the story of Annie, an orphan, foster child if you're looking at the new one, um, basically raised in New York City, who was taken in by a billionaire. Um, both of those films are actually based on a 1977 Broadway musical, which is actually based on a comic strip called Little Orphan Annie by Harold Gray. And before we start reviewing, Claire, what is your knowledge of either of the films before we start, or the musical itself?
1: I knew the storyline of the film, um, or the musical. Oh, yeah, I knew the storyline. It's, um, it's actually, I don't know, is it too soon to give my thoughts?
2: Um, a little bit too Oh, soon. wait, let's, oh, wait. Let's go, I so let's I knew the story, I did know the
1: storyline, yeah. I did know the storyline. And that's it. <laughs> Over to you, Danny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, I did know the, I, I the storyline. Um, many of the songs were familiar to me also, um, and yeah, they were. Um, haven't, haven't haven't hadn't seen it on stage, but had seen uh, the
2: films.
1: Yeah, I've not seen it on stage either.
2: Um, I had I'd neither seen the film or the musical production, and to be honest, I think the first time I ever heard. The actual song, It's a Hard Not Life, was the Jay-Z version back in the day. And even then, I didn't realise that was part of a musical. So that's, that's how limited my energy was on, on this film. Um, who should we start off with to tell me how... Roughly, just, just in a gist, Claire, the old film, what do you think of it?
1: I wasn't a massive fan of it originally. So when... um. I can see Denny's face. <laughs> so when um, it was suggested, let's do Annie, I wasn't massively keen. I watched it years and years and years ago when I was younger. And I, I don't, I didn't really, it it didn't really appeal to me. Um, but watching it this time around, I did much prefer it to when I was a little girl.
2: Why did you much prefer it, just that interest? So
1: I don't. Like I know is it set is it set in the thirties is it so obviously I, I really I guess that means she's a good actress, but I really detest the character Miss Hannigan Ooh. because I just don't know how you can treat young children like that it's really upsetting, but I did absolutely love, you know, it's like the old school musical with them in their matching outfits and holding tables and doing cartwheels and, you know, sweep, dancing around a sweeping brush. And I did like, I did enjoy all of that.
2: Same question to you, Danny. Um,
0: So the first one, um, (sighs) I liked it. But as much as I, so I had seen, I've seen it several times,
2: several times,
0: several times. And I'll tell you the weird thing. I've never been able to finish it. Oh, wow. So it's always been one of those ones where for me, even when I was little, the form, like after the first third of the film, it just never really holds my interest. This time, obviously it was more important. So I uh, fought my way through, but, um, I just found, like for example, the two most popular songs, "Tomorrow" and "Hard Knock Life." Um, they happened in the first five minutes. All the action, like when she's got fisticuffs and she's holding them up to the boys, like everything happened, and that's all I remember. That's, all, that's all I remember from being a kid. And watching it again, that was all I loved about it. Now, so it wasn't like necessarily that um, it 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 was bore it was boring. It was more a case of, for me, the best bits happened in the beginning. So that was that was always sort of my memories of it. Um, with regards to Miss Hannigan, do you know? So when I was younger, I didn't really, I didn't like her. But funnily enough, watching it this time, I was actually like, she's not really that bad. And I'll tell you why. What? <laughs> Danny, my I'll tell you eyes why. are gonna
1: fall out the sockets.
0: I'll tell you why, right? Because those kids are terrorizing her. So if you were really scared, like Oliver Twist, right? Like he's like. Sir, can I have some more? These kids are like terrorising her as much as she's terrorising them. And I, she I kind is of drunk. She is. She making is making them
1: like clean on their hands and knees.
0: She is, and but they're terrorising her, they're tied in their cupboard, they're jumping out on her, going boo, making her jump. Like, so I think there's I think she's horrible, and they have no respect for her, but I don't think they're scared of her. Whereas when I was little watching it, I kind of interpreted them being scared of her, which is weird it's the same film
1: how can you of course they're scared of her they're just you know reacting acting out because she's helped, she's got them sleeping in freezing cold rooms with no blankets no clean clothes making them god knows if she's even feeding them
2: to be, to be fair <laughs> thanks <Claire>. um <laughs> i thought she came off came across as quite a comical character she didn't seem terribly mean i just thought she was quite laughable like don't get me wrong had i been younger I might have sort of interpreted it differently, but watching her, I just thought she was funny. She was drunk, passed out on a bathroom floor, everyone else is cartwheeling around, having a time of their lives. I was like, she seems to laugh. Obviously she's not the greatest carer in the world, but <laughs> was she causing them harm? No, she was just, yes. Yeah. Well, she wasn't, they seem to be having a great time jollying around the room and having a great laugh. Maybe scaring the life out of her on occasion. Sorry, sorry, sorry then, go on. No, that's fine, that's what,
0: I, that's what I kind of think. I think her crime was neglect yeah it wasn't cruelty <laughs> that's kind of how is cruel. It. i know it is it is i totally agree <laughs> My God, but it was like like you know, <laughs> you know when you watch you know and again bring it back to oliver twist like there was genuine fear yeah. like him going whereas these kids they would have stole out of the cupboard and not um, and and hid it that's that's that that was the kind of difference i got you two, two old never... school films two orphans like that was the impression never... i got
2: we would probably not be allowed to adopt any kids based on what we've just said, but I was trying to say that <laughs> she wasn't the nicest happy-go-lucky person, but let's get real, it was the Great Depression. It was like 1930s. Mm. She's struggling, she's got no money, she's turned to booze, and she happens to have these adopted kids there terrorising her, so maybe she, that's why she is a bit of a...
1: Wasn't she getting, center. like, money a week per child? or better than booze, I, Or you two are never looking after my dog. <laughs> 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 Even if you don't want to, you're not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 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 um, like I said, I, have, I didn't have any knowledge of the film beforehand and I hadn't seen the film, but I just thought it was, it was all right. You know, I think it was, there was obviously the iconic songs, which I liked. They seemed very musical theatre-esque. They're very sort of big standout sort of, you could, you could actually picture those on the musical stage. Yeah. Um and the storyline, I got it, you know. And I, I we're gonna come on to this later, but I really, really liked Annie as a character. I thought she was so yeah. like cheeky and so like, I don't know. She she seems to sort of carry the film quite well. There was this one scene where she threatened to beat up the boys over the dogs, yeah, yeah. and she just done that sort of thing, and I, just got to it really yeah, I was just crack cracking up. Fifty not something. yeah. Like what? <laughs> but it's quite a funny moment, and yeah, I thought I thought she's I thought she's a really really good character. Um so based given that we sort of watched the newer version as well Danny because what okay sorry before we, before we before we go over to you go to what I was gonna say is that we go over like the old one the new one then we can sort of like come together and see how they both sort of sort of worked sorry then go
0: um I was just gonna say one of my biggest things and I think this is probably what I, why I struggled when I was younger to get through it was it's quite long for the kids you know like a lot of films used to be 90 minutes. Bang on! This was like over two hours, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: and I thought that yeah, for me it, it it kind of dragged a little. Was anyone else? Oh, you didn't see it when you were little, Frank, but I I felt like I feel like what was the what's the guy's name again? Which one, Mr. Hat? Daddy, uh... Daddy
1: Starbucks, a uh, Warbucks. Warbucks, yeah. So
0: so so Mr. Warbucks. World, just... I feel like. <laughs> if you want to
1: send us some coffee? We'll take it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like when I was younger, I would have been scared of him. But yeah. I remember watching it when I was young, but I don't remember being scared of him.
1: I remember being <laughs> scared of him. But watching it now, I'm
0: like, damn, he's a bad guy.
1: I was scared of Miss Hannigan. I was scared of him. It, like you say, it was 16 hours long. Yeah. It, I just I remember, remember not liking it as a kid, but yeah. Yeah.
2: See, I thought Daddy Warbucks, Is it Daddy Warbucks or Mister Warbucks? What's the, What's that official name? She called him Daddy Warbucks. Daddy by Warbucks. The end. He just looked like a Bond villain. I don't know why they. Had to <laughs> yes. Actually oh,
0: he like, did. He I don't did, understand what did. that
2: brought to brought to he brought to the character. Um, yeah. Oh yeah! Before we move on, what do we um, what did we think about the the shofar and the other help in the first in the first film? Because <laughs> I was cracking yes,
0: up. Yes. So so, um, I did think that's so early eighties.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like there was a scene as well. I, I think it was just where I can't remember what the song was, but um, there was a uh, East Asian dude dancing. They had him like they started remixing the tune in some like stereotypical music from, from, from that part of the world and then had him doing like mixing in martial arts dances. <laughs> <into> <laughs> <this> <laughs> dance. <laughs> that really stood out, throwing, didn't it? they stero-
1: stero- literally throwing
2: all yeah. stereotypes at that character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
1: I am, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's funny watching yeah. back
0: some of the older stuff. Um, I was going to say, I, I do need to give a special honourable mention to Tim Curry um being tim curry <laughs> like, <laughs> if you watch any of his old oh, his 80s films he is that character and i do love it there was a, um, I think it was Dial M for murder and there was a couple of other comedy ones but he was like or cl- like a comedy version like cluno he's the exact same character and he was one of my favorite ca- like characters from that era when i was growing up you
1: just reminded me of a real laugh out moment laugh out loud moment i had was when he came with his disguise to the doorstep and his sister didn't <laughs> re- recognize him. Yes. And he pulled off like yeah. his massive tash. <laughs> I was like,
2: what? <laughs> This is crazy. He was going at it for yeah. time as well. I was like, surely she's going to realize this is her brother. He was like, no, until the tash came off and all of a sudden yeah. was like, oh. she was ridiculously surprised by it all. Um, did we, did we, I, I thought towards the end of the film it got a little bit dark. Like, there was a point like towards the end where. The brother you just said who ripped off the moustache, I think he punched his sister and all of a oh, sudden. Oh, yeah. I was like,
0: at hang on the not, bottom I'll... of the at the bottom of the thing, uh, yeah. Annie he, starts climbing. Did he punch he her? Yeah. yeah. I thought
2: he
0: punched her. How did I miss that? He, did, he didn't just punch he sparked her. She was sparked on the floor. Yeah.
2: How
1: did I miss this? Know, we watch that one section. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, that, that really took me by surprise. And there's obviously, and there was that moment because obviously, I think I should have done some research on this. I assume it was a U or maximum PG, but there was this point where Annie's obviously climbing, I assume it's a water mm. tower or something like that. Yeah. And she's hanging on from a ledge and she looks genuinely frightened. I was like, this was like a really happy-go-lucky film for me. They all of a yeah. sudden, no, she was like scared I, out of the wits.
1: I think they made it a PG. Yeah. Um, they put in a, a phrase like god damn it to up the rating so that it would Interest. They didn't think like old older kids would want to see a year or whatever. So. Oh okay, okay. Someone um, done their
2: research. Did <laughs> Did anyone um, find it interesting how they managed to spot the vehicle that Annie was in from a helicopter above the skies in New York, and they managed to like, in, in down in the dark? Yeah. Like, oh look, <laughs> yeah. There, there's 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 Annie in the car. Um,
0: that bit chocka. That made
2: that me laugh. Um, yeah. um, but yeah, okay. Moving on to moving on to the new one. Mm. Denny yeah Oops.
0: i loved it i can't lie i really did like i just thought it was so so i remember the build up to it because there was a lot of there was a lot of um 2014 right mm-hmm. there was a lot mm-hmm. of like i think jay-z was involved in the production you've got uh jamie fox's oscar winner uh grammy grammy winner playing this uh lead role plus all this sort of um again you've got like a black person portraying the billionaire um so it had all these kind of you know, quite positive,
2: uh, uh, positive
0: kind of messages and 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 kind of feed into it. But I just thought from the very start, it comes in and particularly, right, so I'm someone who's seen the original and it comes in and it just reminds me instantly of the original at the same time as dragging it into like a much more contemporary time. And it yeah. really mm-hmm. merged and mixed. And it was almost because I know I've spoken before about when sometimes they need to update things. And I felt this told the exact same story, but updated it. Like yeah. he was a billionaire through tech. He was like, which is all very relevant. And then a lot of, you know, there's a lot of new billionaires fire tech and it just made the whole thing, um, uh, relevant. And I just thought maybe because it was all mo- it's it's more modern, but I thought it was very family friendly. I remember seeing it before. I'm thinking that was good, but I enjoyed it more this time around. I don't know why, I was I was, I was I was paying more attention to like just the the way everyone kind of, like if they were doing something and they went into song, and it would be the bucket knocking on the floor when they're cleaning, and just how everything kind of just merged in. I just thought it was a really nice, wholesome, family-friendly show. I really did. I really did. I, really, I do remember it getting a bit of criticism as well, mm-hmm. um, but I can't remember what. And now I just think... Haters will be haters. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I remember it getting negative criticism. Um, but I actually, the first, I watched um, half of it years ago. Um, and I never got around to watching like the rest of it. So this was the first time I watched it the whole way through. And I pretty much have the same thoughts as Daniel. I thought it was really good. I just really warmed to Will Stacks and Annie a yeah. lot more than the original Annie and... Starbucks, I mean Warbucks. Warbucks. <laughs> you really want this coffee, don't you, Bear?
0: I think she wants sponsorship. Yeah, Starbucks.
1: <laughs> um yeah, I just really warmed the these this film mm. a lot more than the original.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I really thought the characters and obviously there is that time difference, but Jamie Foxx for me was a, a much more likable character mm-hmm. and almost even like straight away i could kind of understand where he was coming from so even like you know there's that scene where he doesn't want to eat the the homeless people's mashed potato yeah. and it's like i could kind of even like how he's discussing it and how and what he's sort of saying and, and he does try it, and he even reminisces straight away it's like oh we you know when they kind of egg him on a bit and it's like yeah my, my my nan used to make the best mashed potato in queens and obviously it ended up being a bit of a disaster but even that straight away it just with without having him having to tell his backstory, it just al- allowed you to understand them a little bit better. Whereas with Mr. Warbucks in the first one, the first 20 minutes of him being in the film was just him being this titan of industry and real stereotypical, um, that sort of 1930s industrial man who's making loads of money and sort of thing. He was a bit scary. And I just never thought, like uh, Jamie Foxx's character was just never scary. He wasn't, Immediate, immediately like likable, but they they built that in. Um, I yeah. mean, by the end of it, I was still kind of scared of, of, of Warbucks. I never warmed to him, <laughs> even by the end of the first one. Whereas in this, quite quite quickly, I liked um, I liked uh, Jamie Fox. Just quickly as well, I really liked Cameron Diaz. Really? I love seeing him in roles like that. Yeah, I, Just... I do. I I do like I see like that.
2: Do you, yeah. do, you, do you know what's funny? Everything you've said is the complete opposite to how I felt <laughs> about on, this film. Then. Tell like, us, Frank. for example, I thought Cameron Diaz's character was just so unrealistic. Like, how many thirty-somethings addicted to pills treating the kids like, you know, tr- not not treating the kids the greatest would ha- would be in that position to look after all of these kids? It just didn't make sense to me. Um, don't get me wrong; I really like Jamie Fox. Um, I thought he personally, for me, was like a standout. Like his performance, his ability to sing, made perfect sense. I just think the whole scenario just lacked the because obviously the first one was based during the Great Depression and you can understand why people did what they had to do. Whereas with this one, it just seems a bit, it just seems a bit glossy. Like Annie's life really wasn't that bad. Yes, she was moving from foster home, foster home to foster home, but compared to the first one where they're literally all going through the Great Depression and she's struggling for food, they're dressed in trampy clothes. This Annie looked all right to be fair. She just seemed like, you know, she was just doing her thing. She didn't even seem like she was... Th- Obviously, she was going through the thing of having to wait outside a restaurant to find her parents, yada, yada, yada. But at the same time, I just didn't see any struggle. Sorry, then go
0: But I think that's a reflection, again, of, of the times. Like, nowadays, if you, like, orphans still exist, people in foster care still exist, but they would still have relatively normal clothes. Um, but I do... See, with regards to, with regards to Cameron Diaz... I I didn't I don't want her to be realistic I really liked how she was like the whole show was very there was nothing deep about it like even even Annie's character like it was unrealistic like no one well I can't see why anyone in this world would be that (laughs) happy-go-lucky but um, but she was and even that like all of it I can't and again taking that situation from the 1930s to now you don't have those big um, homes where you got a million kids in there, sort of thing. So they kind of again sort of had to modernise it to reflect um, how how you kind of expect it to be nowadays.
2: Yeah, no, no, I, I get that. I just, um, yeah, I just, I just feel like I didn't feel for the character as much as I, or feel for the people in the film as much as I did for the first one. Like I, because like I said, I like a journey, and I think in the first one the journey seemed to be like Annie was down here in the dumps, struggling for food, dressed in whatever clothes and she manages to find Daddy Warbucks and all of a sudden become, you know, doing well in life. Whereas this one, I just feel like her life wasn't that bad. She met Jamie Foxx and her life's better. But I just I don't know, I feel like I would have preferred to have seen her not in the slums, let's say, but I just would have preferred to have seen No, 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 but I mean like I'd like to feel for a character. And like for example I,
1: this poor child has been in foster care, she's she has, desperately waiting I, at a restaurant every single night, hoping her parents arrive, she, yeah, she's got clean clothes, but you know, no, she, I, you know, she can't read, she's got a lot of things going on that, you know, are a struggles in it for her.
2: No, I get that completely, I think what I'm trying to do is compare, uh, in my head I'm already comparing the old one to new, and I'm just saying that mm-hmm. like, I felt a little bit more for, for what the kid was going through in the first one, versus this one that's all um okay how about the music what do you think about the the changes of music claire because obviously they remix some old they introduce some new
1: yeah well um as it happens one of um, my favorite songs that i've added to my regular playlist is from the new film What's um Qu- uh, quarantine uh, Quarantine (laughs) I don't know why I said that that, There's no song called Quarantine (laughs)
2: That was so far ahead of its time
1: (laughs) No it's um, Opportunity So Um, she sings it when she goes When he invites her on stage And you know when she goes up and she sings A song for him So at this point we still don't know she can't read And you know And she turns everything into musical um, Into music And I, I just really loved that song and you know, you could see like you could see some of the stone melting away from Jamie Fox's character. I just, I just thought that girl's song singing was amazing, and I would love to hear that girl sing that song live. Absolutely loved yeah. that. But yeah, you know, I, I, I like you said earlier about the iconic songs. Like you know, you know the iconic songs for this musical, and I I liked the remixes in the updated version as well. Uh, I don't have a preference because I appreciate them both for For
2: their times and what they are. Yeah. Same question to you then. Um, What was the question again? (laughs) In regards to the music and the comparison, um, how did you feel about the remixes versus the new songs they introduced in the second one? I think
0: I liked everything. Do, Do you know what? When I was watching it, you know, they say nothing's better than the original. I was actually thinking, and I know this might be controversial, but I actually preferred everything about the newer version more than the original, even the length of time it ran for. And um, it was slightly shorter. Um, So when I first heard, it wasn't the first time I'd heard Hard Knock Life, but when um, Hard Knock Life, um, the Jay-Z version um, was popular, that i then um went back and found it again in the original annie so i didn't actually remember it from annie from having watched Annie when i was little so my uh kind of immediate impression of hard not life is the more poppy more um contemporary hip-hop version so for me the newer film kind of played closer to that um and the way that like the song tomorrow i loved it in the new version and they played it a couple of times that moment i think was when she dropped her she went to the government place to get the details of her family and she dropped the uh, the thing in water just before she got rescued i think she just before she got saved by stacks um, and then she started doing tomorrow again and the way they just played it in like it was just wicked
2: the come out tomorrow better bottom dollar tomorrow
0: it's 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 hard to describe it's hard because you've got something to improve on like they've already got the blueprint they've already got the original and they're only you know they're modernizing things so it was perhaps easier to to recreate than create if that makes sense um but i yeah everything i liked i thought the bright colors of the new one like everything just seemed bright and colorful and nice it was just like i want a family so i can go and watch (laughs) this.
2: it's funny it's funny that you say these things about the songs because i'm again thinking the complete opposite i thought like the way they sort of dropped tomorrow she she dropped something in a puddle she looked down and she started going into tomorrow it's like it just didn't feel seamless whereas i feel like in the first one i think annie might is she sitting on the windowsill when she starts singing that to me that made a bit more sense (gasps) as opposed to (laughs) what that's
0: the opening scene
2: (laughs) of the film of the Is first that, I can't remember I
0: can't remember tomorrow, do you know all I was thinking what? health and freaking safety <laughs> 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 you got this little literally it's come on and you're right she's singing tomorrow and I'm just thinking she's sitting like whatever floor she's on yeah the windows wide open. was that? Like, health and safety things were not like on point back in the day
2: not at all. I was, I was thinking, how on earth has everyone else managed to sleep through this? Because obviously she <laughs> like two meters away from her. Yeah, I was like, yeah. surely you're bothered by her singing out the window. But, 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 like I said, that's an example of me thinking. I can imagine that. I can sort of see that. That made more sense. She's staring out into like you know, the moonlight, and she's just thinking about tomorrow will get better. Whereas this Annie just seemed more bubbly. Like she looks in the puddle tomorrow, and she starts skipping on the street. I was like, yeah. it's just I'm not feeling it. But hey, she you know, was super
0: happy-go-lucky. She was. She was,
2: and I think that's what I sort of took from her performance. She just seemed even more positive than the Annie from the first one. But like I said, I like seeing I like seeing someone come from nothing to actually achieve something. I just felt that she was doing all right. Um, <laughs> I but yeah, go on then.
0: See I kinda got the impression, even from when she first had to stand up in class, that was all of a a bit of a facade. And she was always hiding behind her smile or hiding behind her big yeah uh you know class uh, big big performance in class to hide the fact she couldn't read hiding behind this big smile to hide the fact that you know she's, she's, hurting on she's the inside. sad and she's hurting on the inside that was the kind of impression i took but um i don't really need my characters to really be down in the for me to like
2: them <laughs> well, i don't even know what to say
1: to you frank because this poor kid has gone through hardship
2: I'm not just see, now you said, now you sort of said that. I'll be mean, honest, you I didn't wanted her in a potato
1: from, sack dress to like her. Is that <laughs> what you wanted? Well, just,
2: you know what? Now you have said that about the reading thing, I get it because I didn't realize I didn't even clock on to the fact that because obviously she only revealed that she couldn't read after the presentation thing where she's asked to speak. And I didn't realize that obviously showed a glimpse of that back when even from the first scene where she's reading or being asked to read in class. I didn't even realize that until mm. you just sort of highlighted that there. No, that's that's a really good point. and like I said, I'm not trying to say I want her to be outside, I don't know, sacks begging for change. But I'm just saying, I just I just like the idea of, I don't, it just didn't seem that bad living with Cameron Diaz's character. Yes, the room, the house is messy. She's popping pills left, right and centre. But, you know, oh my God. we're all friends here. And they look like they're having a cracking good time, no?
0: I don't know. They did seem like they got on a lot more than their kids in, in Annie. It almost seemed a bit clicky. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. In the original one.
1: No, I will do. One of the points I will agree with Frank over the two films was I did think the story was more you know, like any questions that I had raised from the second one were f- filled in by gaps from the second because I watched the s- second one first and then I watched the old Annie and there was a few things where I thought I, that doesn't quite make sense, but then it was it was kind of answered in the original Annie when I rewatched that. Um, okay so
2: see now you said that all i'm going to sort of then go on to say is like i agree with you completely because i just thought there was a couple of plot holes in the second one like for example annie's parents come and sort of collect her after being found and i just felt like surely this guy with all this money would do a little bit more due diligence to find out if these are the right people or not but instead he's like oh yeah go go, go take Annie away, take Annie away. i was like this doesn't make sense at all and then don't get me wrong. The first in the first one, the way they find Annie is completely unrealistic. because They find her from a helicopter and looking down to the New York streets. But in this one, they have loads of kids that are geotagging her in like Twitter. And I was like, I don't know. It just it just yeah. I feel like I'm yeah, looking, looking for a bit too more. They're realism. trying to make it
0: a bit too relevant and um, it's a bit too too modern with all the with all the tech. All um, the did gadgets. you did you did you get the connection though, with the helic? Because the, there was that helicopter scene with Jamie Fox and Annie and the helicopter in the original. In the original, yes. I, I don't know, that. maybe I just made that connection. No, 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 so yeah, they no paid, I got I, you know,
1: I, um, I spoke to my brother about this, These watching these two films, and I said, I really liked the way that they paid homage to... Yeah. Is that that? Right, so, right, before <laughs> I carry on... Right,
2: she's like, she's am sure to the she's.
1: <laughs> and I'm going <gonna, laughs> to tell you why, because I said this... Homage. So, yeah, he <laughs> literally did Denny, and I said to him, <laughs> I really like the way they paid homage to the, you know, the the old film with the very beginning school scene. You know, they had the Annie looking character singing her song before our Annie came up. And then, you know, uh, Jamie Foxx was bald with his, with his like wig. That was, that was, uh, that was was to sort of pay homage (laughs) to (laughs) um, Danny, Danny, uh, Daddy. (laughs) uh Warbucks Starbucks, and then um Starbucks. yeah there was a few other things that i did like that they did that and then he was saying it's homage and i was like oh don't can you tell me how to say it properly because of course
0: <laughs> so do
1: how do i say it homage homage
0: uh, I, I feel like i said homage. that right i thought it was homage i don't know <laughs> oh, well i don't think we're gonna find out a question for the fans, <laughs> fans. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, yeah, I didn't really get the whole... I, I, so now you sort of pointed out that the whole Jamie, Jamie Fox is bald. Now that makes sense. But I didn't really understand why they were showing that. I didn't realise that was a thing. But now you said they're obviously paying homage <laughs> to, the, to, to the first film. That makes a lot more sense. Um, so it's interesting that neither, both of you love the music in the second one versus the old one, I assume. Is that correct?
0: I liked the yeah. music in both. I I felt... I felt... I can't remember the name of the song, but you know... Um... Uh, Miss Hannigan is it Miss yeah. Hannigan? Yeah. yeah She's got this song when she's drunk and she's just sitting there and she the kids are at the window and terrorising them. she closes the window and like the blind falls down and she goes into song I really liked that and I, it was one of the songs that I thought the whole scene the way it was set up could have almost been replicated exactly in theatre and I almost felt like they must have done that on purpose like because they didn't they didn't make it like really elaborate where you know the cameras all over the place and different angles it was it was almost like all shot with facing on a pop when like the kids were jumping out the wardrobe um with her just kind of being overly dramatic and like swinging her arms and singing and then it, and then it finished with her she'd like grab the radio or something and then it was like a yeah. big sort of ending and I, I really wanted to watch that scene on stage yeah. i just thought it would be really good um but other than the first two, like the, the two most popular songs, with Hard Not Life and um, uh, Tomorrow, which, as I said, kind of were over in the first five minutes, um, I thought a lot of the other songs weren't as memorable. Or it could just be because those songs are so famous already. So I've heard them over and over again so many times um, that they're just sticking in my head more. But I don't, apart from the one Drunk Miss Hannigan being terrorised by the children, and those two. I don't really remember many.
2: Yeah. Interesting. Um, what I will say though, I don't think either of you guys agree, but I do think the first one was more was closer to a stage version of Annie versus the more recent one. I almost feel like the more recent one has just been thrown into this new decade or two, three decades along for this new audience. Like I feel like a new, new younger audience now wouldn't really appreciate Old Andy, whereas this one's just been tailor-made, which wouldn't really... Yeah. I think this one would struggle to be adapted to the theatre, whereas I definitely think the old one yeah, is made, or is, uh, not carbon copy, but you can see how that... How, even how the songs were sort of portrayed, they're very, like, musical theatre-esque, the way the performances yeah. were, whereas you had, like, Sia remixes of... Was it Tomorrow? I can't remember which song she remixed, but there's, like, loads of auto-tune kicking about, which I wasn't a massive fan oh, yes. of. So did you
0: know Jay, I think Jay-Z and Beyonce were executive producers on the recent one.
1: Uh, um, I know that I thought it was Jay-Z and Will Smith. Uh, uh, Will oh, Smith yeah, and Jada yeah, Jay, Jay yeah, Pinker Jay Smith.
0: Jay-Z and Will Smith. Yeah, I think it was. Um, but going back to the first one and you saying, I definitely agree, it's much closer to it. it you could tell it was from a theatre production. Mm-hmm. Um, like you would not be surprised if you said that. And the new one was definitely made for film. Um, But I thought, you know, um, have you seen Little Shop of Horrors? I haven't, no.
1: I've only seen my school production.
0: (laughs) Okay. So Little Shop of Horrors was another one that was um, adapted. The the movie version with Rick Moranis, the most popular one, um, was adapted from stage. And around the same sort of time as well, early 80s, the way everything, like there's a lot of similarities, totally different stories, but a lot of similarities in the way they've adapted... um, a musical from stage to film it's almost like they still want you to know this is from stage whereas a lot of times when you do it now they do make a full-on film adaption um like a uh, Les Mis for example like we all know because Les Mis is so popular it's from stage but that film was set in amazing like fit, lot, there was a lot of stuff you couldn't do on stage um and they made it into this sort of grandiose film as well but um yeah I you, I, I I do agree I do agree with that maybe Little Chabot was this one we could do
2: is
0: there like two versions of that or is there just one? Yeah. So I, if I'm correct, because they're about to do a remake of that as well. Um, but if I'm correct, it was originally a film that flopped and it was Jack Nicholson's first ever role. And then they made a, a musical out of it, which at the time was quite bizarre. It's Like, why are you making a musical out of a a flop, a film that flopped? And then the musical was really, really successful. And then they made another film of that musical.
2: Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um, it's funny
1: that you mentioned Jack Nicholson because he was originally supposed to be Daddy Warbucks, but he pulled out when the director changed, or something like that. I didn't,
0: I didn't, I didn't make that connection by accident, Claire. I've seen oh. you've done their research. No, I did. That's <laughs> totally coincidental. All right. <laughs> well, I didn't know that. No, good fact. Claire's really done her research. She thought she there was going to be questions.
2: <laughs> to be fair, before before this I started, I'd love facts. I of, Come on. Before this started, I did hear a lot of scribbling on a piece of paper. In the backdrop, so I don't know if this is like a last minute research thing, Claire. but you've done really well today. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I promise it um, wasn't. Um, I
0: thought there was going to be
2: a quiz. So,
0: I was thinking, a
2: carrot. No. What? You didn't get the memo. There's always a quiz, Claire.
1: I thought there was not a quiz.
2: I'm podcast I, without a quiz at the end. I'm sure yeah. you said there was no quiz today.
1: You said no homework. No, I said no
0: homework.
2: Oh, no homework. What, you haven't revised oh. any? I have. Okay, cool. Um, what was this? Okay, my last point, basically, my last point on, on the old Annie is that I liked the way, I mean, you guys might have noticed this. How in the one of the first scenes she was like the only one wearing a red, top. Her hair was red. I just felt like that just that instantly sort of like showed me that she was going to be like the standout of this whole thing. She sort of basically sort of. Basically, I don't know. I just felt like the light was just pointing at her from the get go, mm. she stood out against a really dark, dull background. And yeah, that really worked for me. And again, this is my bad for trying to try and find those comparisons in a new one. I just felt that was lost because obviously it was instantly like a bright, vibrant New York background, and she just sort of, to me, sort of just blended in with everyone else. She didn't seem like a, a terribly stand out character. But yeah, that's that's my last thoughts on on both of them. Um, Do you, yeah, you have any more that. thoughts to add? Um, I.
1: No, I, well, yeah, I do actually. <laughs> Go for it, Go on, take the stage. I just really warmed more to the new, the newer Annie, and I just can't believe you didn't like the old Annie. I I found her a, her voice a little bit annoying.
2: Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I, I, do I did. I don't
1: want to. I'm not going to like drag her down or whatever. But you know, I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs>
2: Do you know what, Claire? That brings us nicely on to something I decided to do called a character off, i.e. which character did you prefer from the old one or the new one? So, ah,
1: damn it, Annie. I read it.
2: <laughs> Annie, clearly you've already gone with you preferred the new one yep. to the old one. Yep. Can you quickly summarise again why that is the case? I just
1: thought she was a warmer character. I preferred her performance. I absolutely loved that song, Opportunity. And, um, yeah, I just, I just, I just loved, I thought both characters were really strong characters. Like, you know, you saying like the putting the fists up and, you know, fighting for what they believe in. So I thought they were both great characters and showed the difference. You can portray that, you know, great, but differently, but yeah, I just warmed a lot more to the new, the newer Annie. Fair.
2: Same question to you, Denny, and why?
0: Um, I'm going to, as far as Annie goes, I think it's going to have to be a tie for me.
2: Mm.
0: I think overall, if I had to say for the duration of the show, I probably preferred new Annie. But old Annie gets extra points because her first 15 minutes performance was awesome. She kicked into gear Hard Knock Life. She kicked, she sung tomorrow, not caring the windows open or any kind of health and safety standards <laughs> that showed true bravery. Um, She'd done that whole fisty cuss thing, saved the dog. She managed to speech the dog warden like <laughs> better than the tramp did in Lady in the Trump as far as I was <laughs> concerned. And um yeah, she, you know, I just I I think the first the first 15 minutes of the old Annie, considering as well, that's nineteen thirties or whenever that was set, she was like she was yeah, she was big. She was she was uh well above her station. Fair, fair. fair. Um, And didn't she, didn't she, she can't, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, that's, that's all I have, that's all I have for that. I'm, I'm definitely leaning towards the older Annie, purely because I just, I just felt she was cheekier and she got a lot of weight, she got away with a lot more, um, there's this one scene where I think Daddy Warbucks had bought this Mona Lisa painting and then she must have replied back saying, oh, hope, hope I've got a smile so you can hang me up Yeah, yeah, that was bars, I was like bars. Honestly, she was like the master (laughs) manipulator, the amount of things she got this dude to do, and I was like. I like it, Annie. And that fisticuff thing where she saved the dog, yeah. that cracked me up. Is that your most um, favourite so scene, Frank?
0: It,
2: fa- it was actually my favourite scene. That's like, that was actually my laugh out moment. Laugh out yeah. loud moment of the whole film. So Do I'm going with bi- old Annie. Do you want to know what's bizarre?
0: Go on. There's three of us and we still managed to tie.
2: No, but you said... Oh, yeah, true. True. Oh, yeah. I thought, I thought you were going to go with new Annie for some reason. I thought that yeah, was going to be yeah. new Annie.
0: No, old, old Annie's 15, first 15 minutes um was was top notch.
2: yeah was top and this notch. is no just suspecting you, Annie. I just felt that she like the character the the the, the lady that played her, whose name I wrote down by quan ven che ne Wallace Quinn or something like that honestly i didn't mm. i didn't do that properly any justice, but I thought her acting was great and I thought her ability to sing was great, but i just didn't there wasn't any really sort of like i just felt like the the first older Annie had more. Downbeat moments to show her acting prowess, but they're both. And I can't get with this whole downbeatness. No. But, um, but yeah. Um, so, new Annie wasn't Denny. trodden
1: on enough for you. She wasn't. No, I, you know, I feel as though you make me sad. To, like...
2: <laughs> um, Denny, I feel like I know the answer to this one already. Miss Hannigan, which one did you prefer? Oh, do you know what? I think I'm going to have to go tie. What? I I I really mean... thought you were going to go for Cameron.
0: Right, so. Full disclosure, I've always had a bit of a thing for Cameron, um, Cameron Diaz,
2: as opposed to the, James guy, Cameron, who, the guy who, yeah, directed the guy Titanic. who created Titanic.
0: Okay. Um, but I really liked, like, the old old Miss Hannigan was a better drunk. Um, she she was she she seemed more downtrodden and new and and like you know things hadn't gone our way whereas Cameron Diaz's character seemed a bit more uh spiteful and almost you know you know almost like you know almost like um like old Miss Hannigan's like circumstances oh it's so bad whereas new Miss Hannigan was almost was not spiteful I guess yeah but more selfish more me I should have this like oh you did you know she just seemed a bit more nasty because she was nasty whereas old miss hannigan seemed nasty because she's in the great depression and everything's rubbish that's that was the kind of vibe i got from both of them like i think i think i think it was that one performance i mentioned from old miss hannigan where i just felt a bit for her she really was like oh like it was it was quite dramatic and i just kind of felt a bit more uh, sorry for her
2: but yeah and to be fair she had a lot more kids to deal with than i thought um cameron diaz's character had <laughs> There seems to be at least a solid 10, 15 kids in that bedroom, whereas Cameron Diaz has like five, but anyway, anyway, that's just me. Claire, same question to you. (laughs)
1: Um, What I didn't understand about the two Miss Hannigan's and it happened in both films. So in the old film, Miss Hannigan was horrible. She was all right with Rooster throwing Annie in the river, but when she realised that he was going to push her off the top of the railway line, he, she was really upset and wanted to save Annie. And I was like, I don't get it, yeah? What, what?
2: When when did he say he was going to throw in a river? I missed um,
1: this bit. So the kids said, didn't the kids say that to Daddy Warbucks when they got to the house? Ooh, They'd overheard them no. talking. So so at this point, Miss Hannigan had no issue. That was always going to be his plan. He was getting rid of Annie. Wow. And then, when unless it's the fact that she didn't believe him and then he went to do it and she didn't like what she saw and then she was riding an elephant at the end scene of the f- the, <laughs> the first one I'm like why is why is he let her in the house and then in the second one just Cameron Diaz just kind of out of nowhere took a turn and I was like I don't get why you're now nice you've been so horrible for so long why are you now nice and then she was allowed to in the, the end sing-along as well so look I'm really not a fan of the character Miss Hannigan <laughs>
2: So they're both getting no score?
1: Yeah. No, no, no. So I, you know, I would give them a 50-50. That was, you know, I thought they both played their characters really well. Yeah. And the fact that I didn't like them shows, I think, you got to appreciate that they acted out the roles really well.
2: Fair. I, I completely agree with you that I don't understand how either of them got invited to the end scene because they both were involved in kidnapping Annie. It just didn't make sense no. to me. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I'm definitely going, for me, I'm going with um, original um, Miss Hannigan, purely because I just felt for her way more. And like Denny sort of touched upon, she just seemed like she was, she was the way she was because of the circumstance she was, was in, i.e. it was the Great Depression, i.e. I'm stuck with 20,000 kids, i.e. I've got no money. Mm. Whereas new Annie, or new Miss Hannigan, was annoyed because her music career failed. She's popping pills yeah. and she's got five kids to do it. It just didn't... I've got yeah. no time for
0: her. <laughs> new Miss Hannigan was almost like bitter and nasty... And it's like, yeah, and now I don't like you, which is the intention. Whereas old Miss Hannigan was kind of like bitter, a bit nasty, but I kind of feel for you as well. Like that's that that was my that's that's kind of my views on on the two of them. But yeah, uh, but Cameron Diaz gets a few bonus points for being Cameron Diaz. <laughs> um, Mr. Warbucks, Claire.
1: I preferred Will stacks. Again, I found I found Jamie Fox a lot more of a warmer character. And I just felt that even though it was 2 hours long, I don't feel like the old Annie did enough to break down the insane shield that Daddy Warbucks had up. Whereas it made yeah. more sense in the second in the newer film because his shield while it was there and we saw it, it was penetrable. And I think new Annie did a great job of doing that. And obviously Grace.
0: Yeah. I, um, what she said, um, (laughs) (laughs) no, I agree with that. Do you know, Mary Poppins, Mm -hmm. the original one, you know, the guy on the roof when they shout fight and he, he, they do the cannon. Oh yeah. Yeah. He lives next door. That's who Warbucks reminded me of just this loud shouty old school kind of guy Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, every time like the fir- when he first comes into the film and he's kind of shouting it's like what it just every every time he done it it kind of reminded me of um the guy from mary poppins um i preferred stacks i don't think i don't think the or definitely not now i don't think the idea of the character of Mr. Stacks was to scare me more than Miss Flanagan. And that's what happened in the
2: first one.
1: I'm really intrigued I for Frank's response to this one. Because neither are downtrodden. <laughs> I,
2: I think this is going to be the first character that we wholeheartedly agree on. I genuinely felt that Mr. Stacks was better than ah. the original Mr. Walbucks, purely because, first of all, Jamie Foxx was a better singer, it made more sense. Um, compared to the first guy, um, like I think one of you said, I felt like Annie did. Annie barely had to do anything, and Mr. Warbucks in the first one fell in love with her. Whereas Mr. Stacks, she had to really work on, and I, I, I and that made sense to me. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I'm coming
0: I'm from a privileged
2: background. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's true. Um, but Mr. Stacks, um, yeah, he definitely he definitely won it for me. Um, but yeah, that's what that's I'm going with Is that surprise you, Claire?
1: Um, yeah, it does actually oh, I just think, I just thought surprised. you were going to vote everything for the old one
2: <laughs> No, no, no I, like, I, I just don't think Mr. Warbucks did much in the first one I can't remember any of the songs he sung, to be honest um, Yeah, and I just don't I, Yeah, I can't get over how he was dressed like a Bond villain It just didn't make sense to me But hey, <laughs> it is what it is Sorry, Dan
0: um, I was just going to say, what about The Help? Help. which help did you prefer? So, Ooh, Stax's help or Warbuck's help?
2: When like the people, it, he had, help.
0: the people he had immediately around him who were helping him Aww. with his day to day. To be fair, my next question 50/50. was which Miss,
2: Miss, which Miss Farrell we prefer. Oh, okay, um, let's do that one, then we could do that. Like, we can go and help. Which Miss Farrell did you prefer? Did I... Um, I think I
0: preferred the old one actually. Okay. I think her character was more like I, th- I think when I was introduced to her, she was being nicer. She was she was almost a bit to bring it up again. Mary Poppins, like she, you know, she was very welcoming. in. Um, whereas when I was first introduced to the one in the newer film, it was as a corporate body, like a corporate person, sort of. Mm-hmm. So my initial reaction was um, the old school one. I was loving and was caring and everything from the get go. Whereas the newer one that happened eventually so i think i'd give that to um original miss
2: farrell uh,
0: old miss farrell
1: claire i agree with everything denny's just said like you know the corporate thing and the just nice from the get-go but i still think even though she did it for the corporate thing she was still like a really nice character and i absolutely love Rose Byrne that plays her (laughs) so for me i'm gonna go 50 50 on grace or miss farrell
2: Um, I'm going to go for old school Miss Farrell purely because, or Denny said. Um, I like the Mary, Cop- Mary Poppins nature of it all because she literally has come and taken a girl from the slums mm. and put her into this billionaire's house, and I just she just seemed like really really caring. Whereas with new Miss Farrell, I just felt it was more like a business business for her. Sorry, Dave. and I'll just say, did anyone
0: else think that the um, original Miss Farrell? like was was playing a game like she knew from the get-go he wanted a boy and all this <laughs> and she like she she got who she wanted who she thought was most down this and she slipped him in there i didn't believe one no way that's that's the i mean there was nothing he to, did he
1: did not say he
2: wanted a boy there was
0: nothing to suggest it but that's that was the impression i kind of got knowing the kind of person the original miss farrell is
2: i'll be entirely honest with you i don't think she did much work she was sat in the office Annie was outside the office making these sort of suggestions to her and she picked the first kid she saw. I don't think... She just wanted to pick a kid kid quick and go back to the mansion. She had no... I don't think she had any sort of other, other agenda on her mind.
1: So there was five sort of ensemble girls for each Annie film, roughly. You know, like the regular girls that are in the film. Both houses had the capacity to house all those girls. Both billionaires had the money (laughs) to house all those girls. True. Why were they not
2: all housed? He only needs one, Claire. No, like, like,
1: save as many as you
2: can. Yeah, but where's he stopped, Claire?
1: At that house. I mean, when all the rooms are full.
2: (laughs) What did we think about the house, actually? Because I felt like the the penthouse, although it looked nice, it had, like, the hand print lift thing, I I wasn't as blown away by... The first mansion in the first one, because you walked in, it was like this floor upon floor, this huge mansion. Whereas I just felt it was a bit underwhelming in the in the new version.
0: Well, the new version is more modern, and the uh, price for the square foot in New York has vastly <laughs> increased since then. True, so true. they have to build upwards. And no, I agree. the the the, the, the mansion in the old one just it yeah. seemed grand. It seemed yeah. like grandiose. Like I think they could have done that in this in the in the second one as well. Actually, they didn't need to have everything this kind of new techie, modern type of thing. They could have had him go back to a grand, nice suite like that as well.
2: Yeah, like the first one. Because I think I, I think it showed the contrast again between poverty and like this huge wealth. Whereas mm. hand scanner, eh, yeah, rooftop, you know, penthouse suite. It's yeah, it's not as like yeah, it's not as um, contrastable as the first one. Sorry, clear.
1: And all the views in New York. Yeah, all the
2: views. Fair. Fair point. Den? But Wait, wait, sorry, then. He had an elephant in the first one. He had an elephant during the Great Depression. Yes. Can you imagine <laughs> the comparison? Don't get to, to me two, started
1: on that poor elephant in captivity. <laughs> okay,
2: apologies, my bad. Then, <laughs> I was going to say, when you just
0: said the views, did anyone in the first one, we obviously know it was filmed in 1982, um, or sorry, released in 1982, but it was set in the 1930s. Did anyone get that clash of, like... The modern New York skyline that looked a little bit too modern for the type of clothes Annie was wearing.
2: I didn't pick up on that. I didn't no. pick up on that at
0: all. I picked I picked up on that a few times. There were certain scenes that really seemed nineteen thirties ish, even like the way the kid, you know, the kid she she beat <laughs> up, um, the clothes and everything they had. But then there was other scenes when they had the New York skyline, and I was like, I swear that building wasn't <laughs> built until the seventies or something like that. It just looked a lot more modern. Uh, like there was there was a couple of scenes of like that when they were like. Showing a Are lot more New you doing a new real York. estate
1: exam but in it. lockdown,
2: <laughs> Denny? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's going to be my uh, side, side hustle.
2: Um, so last character off. Claire, what do you think of the old supporting cast, the, the new supporting cast? Are you the chauffeur and the servant versus the chauffeur in the new one?
1: I just loved them all. Like, as people, okay. I just thought they were like nice people. I don't have a preference, like as p- I didn't really like. I like I liked the all I liked, I liked all the characters. I didn't really like the way that the serv- the housekeeper was portrayed in the original, but he was a really nice man. Yeah, I don't I don't know if yeah. I've explained that well.
2: No, that makes sense. Then,
0: yeah. Um, well, I'm going to give it to the new supporting cast, and that's going to be for the reason that Claire mentioned towards the end of her uh, what she was just men- uh, saying, because I just didn't really like how the a lot of the supporting cast were portrayed in the. I get it, that were the times and that, but yeah, it just seemed a bit.
1: I was shocked that it was 82. Um, Is that like, yeah. I don't know. That did just surprise me.
0: So yeah. So, so fame, for example, which we, we <laughs> spoke about before fame, fame was came out in 81, I believe. Yeah. But if you imagine what was happening in fame, fame was like trying to push boundaries and trying to, there was, I mean, you imagine for the time as well, trying to break out of trying to break out of the norm and trying to do a lot of things different. Um, whereas this was just like, nah, we're sticking to all of them. <laughs> we're sticking to every stereotype there is. We were there was an extra. Get her in here. That's our diversity. <laughs> do you want? Know, you know but it was. Um, nah, no, it was. It was. It was still good. It was still good.
2: Do you know though, an interesting fact? That Punjab was played by someone from Trinidad in um, the old one, and the guy that played Punjab was actually in a Bond film.
1: <laughs> was he?
2: Can I just say? Yeah, he was.
0: I was actually going to say I could not tell who. He, um, like, he didn't look, he had, he had traditional, like, traditional Indian servant um, from attire, yeah. but he didn't look like that. No. He did look like he was black no. yeah. or from, so I was a little bit like, I'm not sure, but I don't know.
2: <laughs> I, I just think they sort of scrimped on the casting budget when it came to the last two characters of um, the servant and the chauffeur because, yeah, they are a bit stereotypical, but hey-ho. Um, so who do, So which one did you prefer, Claire? You prefer the new one. Then you prefer the new one.
0: I prefer the new cast.
2: Yeah, I think based on that part, I'm going to go for the new cast as well. Um, Claire, who was your favourite character in either of them? You can pick one from, both
1: from the one. from the second one.
2: Then?
0: Oh, can I pick two? Go for it. All right, I'm going to go with one. First 15 minutes of Annie in the first one. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That first 15 minutes of Annie tops everything else. Like, even the rest of the movie. The rest of the movie uh, first, Annie, would be, like, maybe fourth. But the first 15 minutes of the original,
2: she tops everyone. You know, I'm going to go with you on that. I just thought, purely based on my standout moment on it, of the film, i.e. her interaction... (laughs) Her little fisticuffs when she sort of <laughs> was like threatening those boys. She was my favourite character, and that was my favourite moment of the entire film. Yeah. Um, Claire, what's your favourite um, Eva film?
1: I, why do I keep going to see Quarantine? Um, Opportunity, sung by Annie in the second film. I absolutely oh, yeah, love I, yeah. I would love to see
2: that live. You're going to have to check that song out then?
0: Um, yeah, it's got to be Eva. I'm going to say hard knock life in the first one just because of when it was um and i I really did like i mean they travel from down the stairs into various rooms and and everything was coordinated and i was sitting here watching it with um my partner and when they're doing all the plates and then i was i was literally commenting like i wonder how many takes and how many plates got broken (laughs) And I was like, no, they had to use plastic plates. Uh, plastic plates. And I was literally like commenting on that scene and as it was going and, you know, they're throwing water. And even like you'd have someone dancing to the right and then they'd end up outside and then they open the door and then they get splashed with water. And I really, really liked the way the whole of that song was was choreographed. Um, Yeah, and again, considering how long ago it was, for me, it stood the test of time really well. And there was a lot, you know, even as I said, sort of a lot, Going on, mm. a lot of dancing going on around that you could just kind of pay attention
2: to and, and glimpse something else. Yeah. Definitely. That makes complete sense. Um, I yeah. was going to say, the next question I was going to say like, was, what, what was your favourite song? But I think.
1: What was your favourite scene,
2: Frank? Oh, was there's was a the fisticuff scene done the Alley. Claire, oh, hold. sorry.
1: Yes. Sorry. Sorry. No, sorry. Yes. 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 <laughs> I know. I'm i to be doing that for
2: move. so long. It's hilarious. Because it was just the feistiness of it all and, like, you, what, these. These three boys are running away from you as you do the fisticuffs thing. Yeah, it was just absurd. I love that bit. Um, I was going to ask you both what your favourite songs were, but I think you both sort of said what your favourite songs were. Um, mine's actually Hard Knock Life because I genuinely felt it was a hard knock life for them whilst they were sort of <laughs> going through what they were going through in the Great Depression. I'm so- I'm not gonna lie to you, Annie. It didn't seem that tough of a life for you. Just saying. That's yeah. Um, Danny, what did you give out of ten? Um, both of them actually. Let's give both of them out of ten.
0: Well, I came in here with my scores ready, but Ooh. I think I've upped old, old Annie's. I was going to give it a six, but I'm now going to give it a seven, and I'm going to give right. new Annie. I'm. Sh- I was going to give it a eight, and now I'm going to go seven and a half. So I think through the discussion Ooh. and thing, they've it's it's bridged the gap. Um, I think, between the two. I
2: like that, Denny, I like it. Um, Claire? Yeah,
1: so, same with Denny. I came in when my score's ready for this. And, like Denny, I was going to give old Annie six. But I'm going to up that from our discussions to seven. Like Denny? However, I'm going to... S- did I say that? No, I, th- I, I, I said that, it. like Denny. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe I just thought it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and then I'm going to stick with my... I haven't changed my score for the new Annie. And I'm going to keep that at eight.
2: Interesting. Um, I'm giving old Annie an eight. Okay. And new Annie, controversial as it is, four. Oh, wow. I know. Four? I just like, yeah, but that's purely based on the storyline. It's not. It's got nothing to do with the performances. So like I said, I rate Jamie, Fo- Jamie Fox's performance. I rate the Annie lady's performance. But I just, I don't really care. Like I said, the first one, I generally cared. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, I didn't care too much in the in the in the second one so yeah soz um quiz time ready let's go claire seems a bit too you know who, where's the trophy by the way has that been exchanged has it been passed the rightful victor
1: yes have you got yes, it has. at last good yes
2: let's see if you can hold on to it um this time
1: <sighs> fingers crossed
2: are we ready
1: i get so stressed out at quiz time
2: first question I think we've got to go fastest person first to respond because I feel like that's only fair. But then again, the way Danny was getting on last time, Claire beat you on all counts. First question. What was the only thing Annie's parents left her? Locket. Half a locket. Danny, why are you putting your hands up? i got <laughs> no idea. Classroom. I just realised. <laughs> just say it straight away. That's one nil to Claire. I feel like this is going to be a whitewash already. Um, <laughs> second question. Which US president did Annie meet in the original? Roosevelt. Danny, you, is your screen frozen or something? Yeah. <laughs> is there, is there line? you know is what line? I was going to say, Roosevelt?
0: And then, do you know what? Can I just say? Can I just say something? Yeah. Who did? Who did? Um, uh, New Annie talk about in class? I don't
2: know. Roosevelt. Maybe she was what paying was homage. 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 Yeah. homage. We will actually Google the correct way to say this word because now I'm confused. Um, <laughs> I'm so confused.
1: I nearly didn't say it and I thought it's worth a, t- it's worth a discussion. I've really, but it's bothering me.
2: Um, third question. Daniel, I'll be, be honest. If you don't get this right, the trophies stay at Claire's. So at least try to keep it competitive. Um, <laughs> how much was the reward offered by Warbucks to find... 25000 The 50000
1: fifty thousand. Fifty
2: thousand.
0: Oh 000. yeah, it was um, split. Anyway, mate, come on, bro. Uh, do you know what? All I remember is when Jim Tim Curry was telling her she's getting twenty five thousand, and I realised uh, that's obviously because the money split. Yeah.
2: <sighs> um, so now you're pre- you're just playing for pride. <laughs> you're not going to get the trophy. <laughs> All that's left to is pride. Try and get one right. Come on, there Listen. Are
1: oh, you are really making me laugh?
2: What does Will Stacks in the Annie Two like to brag about his cell phones? They never lose reception.
0: Never get disconnected. Always stay connected. Always have the session. Denny's throwing
1: me off. No, no. <laughs> Something like stop.
2: that. It is, oh, but do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to nev- give Claire to like, if Claire can tell me the exact phrase, oh. she's getting it. Oh. <sighs> Never drop a call. Boom, Denny's yes.
1: yes, that's yeah. it.
2: Pride yes. is pride. back in the Nice one. Pride. In haze. Then you can sleep tonight, mate. You can sleep proudly tonight. Um, last question. Name the husband and wife cameo appearance made in the film called Moonquake Lake, which Annie, Mr. Starbucks and Miss Farrell went to see at the cinema in the second Uh, film.
1: Myla, Kunis and Ashton Kutcher.
2: Claire, 4-1. Danny, mate, this is a sweep. Bonus points if you can name the two other cameos that featured in the second film. Nope. No? Not from me. Claire? No. Michael J. Fox. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Rihanna. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. Oh, so, Claire, yeah, the trophy yeah. is staying with you, rightfully yeah, yeah. so. Danny, come on, bro. It's been two weeks, two podcasts in a row. Actually, it might be three, actually. Cause I think no, is it the thir- it's the I third. It's the third. I think it's two.
1: It's the third. I'm pretty
2: sure it's two. No, I think it's three-nil, Danny. I feel like you're not even participating anymore. You got. Just you bring gotta something next there. time. Bring something next time. Just try harder. Never hard drop a off. a little bit. <laughs> I, think Eventually. I, I, think, Stop clinging. I think I got clinging. that question right um, Like I both Whatsapped you, I said there's no homework this week but the great news that we've heard recently is the Hamilton original production yes. filmed I think it was 2016 maybe is actually coming out on Disney Plus on July the 3rd, is that right? The 3rd or 4th? Or 3rd, because just Third. before um, Independence Day. Claire, how, how excited are you and what are you are looking forward to see?
1: I'm just excited to watch it on repeat
2: any particular performances songs
1: over <laughs> and over no all of it cuz i feel like you know cuz i've only ever seen it once and i loved it but you know when you, you you know when you can't i don't know what my favorite bit is in it yet cuz i haven't seen it enough times so i'm excited to watch it over and over and over <laughs> and over
2: same same same
0: then um yeah well excited um i'm going to that's like i'm going to perform it in my front <laughs> room. i'm going to put it on And I'm going to sing line for line in my living room. And I might even live stream it for the world. But I definitely.
1: Snapchat filtering. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm definitely um, (laughs) super excited. And actually, I I, I was going to go and see it for the fourth time on August the 1st, which likely isn't going to happen now. So this is um, a decent consolation. Fair, fair. So I'm very, very excited.
1: I think it's a great lockdown consolation as as a whole like I know you're missing a performance
0: in August but as a whole. Oh can I just say add something else so I recently got um, a VR helmet and it puts you in so you can watch Netflix on equivalent what looks like cinema size screen Amazon Prime Video it's so good so if the Disney Plus app is out by then oh my gosh that Live stream is going to look ridiculous because I'm going to be in a VR helmet <laughs> singing and dancing to Hamilton.
2: Just out of interest, do you know the lyrics to every single every single song in Hamilton?
0: I think when they're when they're on, I feel like I almost do word for word. Almost,
2: hmm, Claire.
1: No, not every song. I, I'm really bad at words for songs. Have you not heard me try to sing?
2: No, I feel like we need to have an episode based on that.
1: No, oh no no no. Honestly, song lyrics are not my strong point at all.
2: Something... So you were lucky, Claire. Sorry to interrupt.
0: You were lucky, Claire. Do you know, everyone I took to see Hamilton... Mm-hmm. How many people do you take? I've taken about... Don't me. get
1: me started on this, Frank, In... because oh, I yeah, lost out yeah. on my first ticket. I think, one
0: sec. one, two, three, four, five. two, three. Four, five. So about six people. Was it just me and you, Claire, or did we go with someone else?
1: No, it's just us.
0: Okay, so five people. You're the only one who I haven't insisted... That they can recite the whole of track one, Alexander Hamilton, before I take them.
1: Oh, you told me I had to.
0: Oh, so I did say the same thing to oh, you. As you well, told then. me the sa- you said
1: the same thing, and I was like, "Of course, I've learned it, Denny." And then I was like, "I'll sing it to you. I'll sing it to you in the interval."
2: Ah. Oh. And
1: I, I got it. And then we, I remember this because I thought, "Oh my god, I'm not going to get in."
2: <laughs> you're not going to get in. I know you're horrible did you sing like it to
1: that, me? Denny. If if I didn't know it, Denny would not let, have let me in. No, we were running late. Luckily.
2: Oh. <laughs> I love the way people have to jump through hoops to accompany you to, to see Hamilton, don't they? I love it. <laughs> no,
0: really. sorry. You know what it was? And I don't mean to sound mean that. I go to fit all the time. I bring people. That's fine. But Hamilton, it was one of those ones, like, you need to know. Like, it may... And for me, it, what it is, because I love it so much, I feel like if you know it and you've just got that basic gist of the story, which is explained in the first one, you'll appreciate the whole thing so much more. And what I really like... You know when you really, really love something and then someone has the... Like the nerve to come up, with, oh, it was all right. <laughs> and you just want to follow like, if they know the song, if they kind of get it, they're going to enjoy it as much as I do. That's so, I just wanted to make sure I was surrounded by fans,
2: people that appreciated what? it as much as you did. Exactly. Fans, sure. Exactly. Um, last question: um, What song are you looking forward to seeing? Looking forward most to see performed live, Claire. What? What song? Are you looking forward? Are we
1: still talking about Hamilton? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you said what your most favourite thing's about yet?
2: Um, I forgot. What did I ask you guys in the first place?
1: I don't think you've answered the question. What was the How
2: question? Excited, it feels like a, oh. How excited? Oh, yeah, like, I'm, I'm very excited. About? But you know, I'm, I'm an absolute idiot because when it came out, basically someone put a dodgy copy of the actual performance or an actual live performance of the original cast I on yeah. YouTube about a couple of years ago and I, and I downloaded it and I watched it. So I'm really looking forward to actually seeing it properly. Like, you know, full HD, um, you know, close-ups in certain parts. And, you know, you listen to the soundtrack over and over again. You know, I feel like I can recite or I know, the characters and the actress, actors and actresses who play these parts. And I've seen them in my head perform it a million and one times. So it would just be amazing to see it live, on stage, full HD, without someone hiding a camcorder at the end of the song. So- sorry, Dengon.
0: I was just going to add, I'll tell you something else that you don't get on the soundtrack you know when, um, oh, I've forgotten the son's name, um, when Hamilton's son dies, Philip. Yep. Um, when, uh, I've forgotten his wife's name, Eliza. Um, Eliza. When she discovers what, and she screams, which you get that when you're watching it, and it's so like piercing. Oh. So a lot of people who have been out to listen to the soundtrack, they watch this for the first time, they're gonna feel that. So that's that's I'm like I'm excited for the excitement they will get.
2: Same, same. Um Danny, what's what's the most what song you're looking forward to hearing the most?
0: Oh do you know what? It's ever since I started listening to the soundtrack, I have a different song all the time. Like I'm really, really looking forward to the whole thing. Um probably uh, Dear Theodosia has been the one I've played most recently. Um the most.
2: <laughs> Someday, someday Yeah, you blow us all away
1: Someday,
0: someday
2: Philip, when you smile, I am a...
0: So actually seeing the original guy sing that, I cannot remember no one's name today. Um... I'm really, remember. really looking forward to I'm that.
2: I'm um, Yeah, Odom he goes Jr. by another name in real life. <laughs> Leslie Odom Jr. I'm pretty sure that actual name following around everywhere he goes.
0: Yeah, Leslie Odom Jr. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing him perform his songs. Because yeah. even watching Hamilton, he's, all the other characters I'm cool with, I love, but even just listening to the soundtrack, he's my favourite character in that. And, Leslie just captured it he just done it so well look at me I can't remember his name now I'm on first name basis <laughs> um he just captured it so well like every time I've seen it like a clip of him perform everything like I really really am excited to see all of his songs especially so,
2: Claire last question to you um
1: my shot
2: my shot Oh yeah, fair, fair. Is that, is that, yeah. That's, the st- that's the third yeah. one in. That's the third fair. one right? What's yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah I love that song yeah. But I'm excited about all of them To be honest And um, if you ask me again you will change
0: After I've seen it It might It might change yeah. it right now I'm really looking
2: forward To seeing the last song Who lives who who tells your story She's because when I hear that and the way she sort of just drops it I, I always get like hairs on my wrists like yeah. the way she you know who lives who t- I just yeah I'm looking forward to seeing yeah. that
1: every other founding father story gets told every other founding father gets to grow old
0: and when you're gone who remembers your name who keeps your flame who, who tells, tells, your story? tells your story
2: who tells your story but, like you pointed out, I think we've gone over the traditional time limit of this podcast. So, anything else you fellow geeks want to add before we go? Nope,
1: nothing. For me?
2: Oh, fair enough. Well, thank you guys for listening. If you're not already following us already. Sorry, Dan, go on. No, I am just going to shout out <laughs> the uh, Instagram. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to say. I was like, if anyone's yeah. not following us already, please try to follow us on West End Geeks Pod. Same on Facebook, then. It is the same on Facebook. Um, If you'd like to suggest a musical, soundtrack, TV show or anything musical, theatre related you'd like us to review, please email us at westengeekspod at gmail.com or just send us an Insta message on Instagram. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, Oh yeah, also, by the way, if you're you're listening on Apple Music, please leave a review. But yeah, thanks for listening.
0: And check out every Wednesday our new uh, theatre musical uh, inspired quiz that will be on Instagram. Booyah.
2: Claire, anything else?
1: Nope. Just thanks, everyone. For listening.
2: <laughs> Cheers, guys! <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Cheers. Thanks. Bye.
1: Bye. You have been listening to West End Geeks.